0: It is the 19th of October, 2021. Come on, loser. The show happens each and every weekday in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins now, I think.
1: Ah!
2: Here's a man who's usually wrong, he but he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Here's a man who eat
3: things and to make a political
2: puke. You're now rocking with the best. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast. And here's your host, Eric Zane.
0: Thank you, Kevin. As dynamic as uh, the first time I ever heard it. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast for uh, the 670th
3: 670, 670th time, uh, doing this free podcast.
0: It started out uh, from very humble beginnings, basically just sitting here uh, for like 15 minutes, uh, thinking, oh, wow, I have, I have really put in some hard work with this, 15 minutes. And uh, from there, it's kind of grown. You've kind of uh, took me under your wing. Thank you for that. And uh, here we sit. Here we sit. Had an uh, had an interaction with somebody on Facebook. I did when uh, the when the anger welled up in my brain against this uh, this individual. I did rein it in, which is a sign of growth. Because
3: normally, I'll just say something terrible, and then um, you know, I uh, I end up getting banned but uh when i promote the um patreon
0: i uh there's a little like a uh, banner that goes out to the world on facebook and twitter promoting it and i can put whatever message i like into that like hey sign up for my patreon for 5 or 10 bucks a month but other times i uh, i put different messages uh, uh uh tailored to maybe something that i've uh, seen or heard and one of the things i heard recently
3: on our old pals, the Free Bear and Hot Wings show. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about them. They um, they just had a, uh, well, they they have their own subreddit, similar to mine.
0: Okay, now uh, I have a couple hundred people that uh, are on mine, and, and hardly anybody makes a comment at all on there. But the ones that populate theirs, more than 5,000, uh, a hearty bunch of them, are extremely um wanting to be like part of their uh well uh, their their subreddit had been a place of a lot of uh, uh mean-spirited
3: comments over the years and it kind of turned them away from it all right and um uh there's now a new person that's running that subreddit who reached out to uh, uh drippy
0: g and said hey we we would like to uh bring you know Uh, be your pals. We're trying to uh, eliminate all the uh, meanness and just focus on fans who uh, just want to ask questions and and things like that. So we wanted to do an ask
3: me anything. Would you be interested in that? And uh, it was under my, I was under the impression when I
0: listened uh, to a show shortly thereafter, and I only know about this uh, conversation between Drippy G and the moderator of their subreddit because Greg talked about it. And uh, so I, got, I was under the impression that he kind of sprung it
3: on the rest of the show with no warning ahead of time, which does happen. And um, I think he was
0: like, okay, uh, yeah, we, we uh, wanted to and Ask Me Anything. And then the rest of the show kind of balked at that. They're like, no, nah, we, we kind of hate those people, uh, you know. And um, there was a lot of blame being laid on the people on their subreddit. And I don't know if this is true or not. Uh, I, I can only take their words for it because they were like, oh, yeah, well, so-and-so, uh, someone on there um, doxed me and threatened me with death and violence and and, well, I just don't believe that. I I think that that is uh is uh, is a lie frankly. I don't think that anybody threatened anybody with death on the stupid subreddit. Um and so in that discussion they're on their show. This is on their uh, uh post show little uh online only segment. There was actually some discussion about uh I yeah um I have a safe space and it was violated by redditors or something like that. And I thought that sounds so fucking embarrassing to me that someone online who was busting your balls, uh,
3: you've somehow equated that to my safe space was violated. So fast forward to me to promote my Patreon. I wrote,
0: Instead of listening to radio morons whine about not feeling safe, how about checking out the Patreon uh, bonus podcast? Now, I I do that knowing full well.
3: The point of that is to rile people up. And uh, Aaron, Aaron J wrote, those so-called morons are a bit more successful than you. Jealous much? I wrote, uh, maybe, but not at marriage. They're not. (laughs) Thanks for checking out my page. Lurk much? Uh,
0: He wrote, it pops up. Just read it scrolling. Wouldn't lurk on your page. They still have you by a mile, married or not. Uh, The new Eric,
3: well, the old Eric would have told him, you know, where to go. And I wrote, well, thanks again for being here. I appreciate the support. Uh, He followed up with, no problem. I really enjoyed you on their show. I
0: miss hearing the banter between you guys. I just don't like your podcast.
3: It's good. Enjoy. Have fun. I am. Thank you. So there you go. I look at that as a growth moment normally uh
0: you know that would have ended in uh in in anguish and pissed off it well i was pissed off i'm always pissed off when i read facebook you know
3: uh but normally that would have resulted in some type of suspension from facebook all right as you
0: know this is the daily show where i discuss news nonsense and my personal adventures and we have a lot of uh A lot of those things to get to today, as always. Uh, As you know, also, the show streams live at about this same time, each and every weekday. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Like the uh, page, please. And uh, it's brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, thanks to them. Uh, Twitter video, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT, and the almighty YouTube. Some of you enjoying the show on YouTube please subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification thumbs up and you are right there so thank you thank you so much for being part of these things that is brought to you by um of course my friends at
3: uh, my policy shop insurance the legendary frank the tank fuss Ooh, it has been a long time since we have heard from um Uh, uh, almost forgotten airline pilot, Matt, Matt, where in the world have you been? Uh, talk
0: about pissing me off. He has uh, been uh, one who has absolutely pissed me off many, many times over the years. So, uh, welcome in. He says, to be fair, only because your wife is a saint. Well, you know a little bit of my background, but not all of it. So. I'm glad that you're here. Amanda says, I'd rather be on YouTube with a mad face. Sorry, I accidentally banned
3: you. That does happen from time to time. Don't worry. It's all going to move to Twitch soon enough. Which, by the way, uh, I had a um,
0: <clears throat> about a one hour, hour and a half long meeting with the dude from Twitch, uh, getting like my graphics ready and things like that. And uh, he goes, okay, I got a few more tweaks to your page. Uh, I'll get with you, and then we'll uh, reconvene and get to the next step. I go, okay, sounds awesome. And then, like a couple of days later, the guy who is uh, my a uh, uh, dude who's running Twitch for me, he goes, "Hey, yeah, when's your first show?" And I'm like, "Wait, what? I can do it." I, you know,
3: <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm waiting on you. Oh, oh, I'm like, oh my god. All right. Nevertheless, enjoy this.
0: I'll I'll keep you informed. We're in no rush. No rush at all. Over my shoulder, we have three, count them, three pooches. Dogs will come up later on in the show. Not my dogs. But uh, there is a story on the way about something like that. Patriot Nick says it's been so quiet on YouTube lately. It's kind of nice that some people took the hit and the others, uh, others banned from commenting. Yeah, Nick, shut up. Why can't you just, why do you have to try? You know what? That's a, I'm banning you. That's a perfect example of, of someone. Okay. You did not need to say
3: that. Okay. You did not need to say that. That's piling on. Leave him alone. All right. Or her alone. I don't know who you're going after there. Yeah, that that's bullshit. What are you doing? I'm giving you 300 seconds and part of me wants to give you like a permanent ban
0: over that fucking shit stirring, you know, of all of the, uh, all the times that Kenny and people like Amanda have gotten in trouble and, and everything is finally, everybody's finally behaving.
3: You can't then go and stick your finger in their eye. What an asshole. I'm not even kidding. All right. <clears throat> Ar- Aram says, yes, Eric is, the- is now the nice
0: police. Yeah, why don't you eat 300 seconds, you stupid ass? Hey, how- is
3: that nice enough for you, you dumb butt fuck? How's that for niceness? Now you're pissing me off. Don't start, dumb bastard. All right. Controversy in the Eric St. podcast household this morning.
0: As uh, most of you know, my brother-in-law lives with us now. No filter Kevin, the NFK. And um, uh, first of all, I am uh, 99% certain that, and I've talked about this before, but it happened the other day, he went into the bathroom and we were it was the bathroom right off the kitchen and we were all kind of like in the uh in the kitchen area uh in the kitchen area chit-chatting and talking whatever finishing up dinner and he goes into the bathroom and i uh, takes a pee and you can tell cuz you can hear it hitting the water and then he turns on the water in the sink after he's done flushes the toilet turns on the water and i'm 99% sure he just stands there and doesn't actually wash his hands. So he goes through all this process and then doesn't actually wash the hands because um, the amount of time between the water going off and the door opening is nearly instantaneous. Okay. The, and then he walks out. So there's no time to towel off the hands. So if he's not toweling off his hands, there should be water dripping off his hands in the floor. There, there was none the only thing that could possibly be happening is if he leaves the water on and then dries his hands while the water is on. So I'm going to do some more research and get back with you. But I, I'm reasonably uh, confident that he just turns the fucking water on and stands there. What? What is going on here? But today, though, okay, um, you know that about, uh, at about 7.30 every day, half an hour before this show starts, he is always making his lunch. And uh, some days he heats up the frozen food and then puts the frozen, the now hot lunch, fettuccine, alfredo, whatever the fuck, Thai food, and scoops it into a container and puts it in the fridge, which doesn't make any sense. Just heat it up at lunchtime. He also does this when it comes to the sandwich making. He'll sit there and make a sandwich. And then uh, uh, rather than just uh, get room temperature bread and make a sandwich and then eat it at lunchtime, He will make a sandwich and then put it all into, like, a Tupperware and then put it in the fridge until lunchtime and eat it when it's really cold. Okay, I whatever. For some reason, that's the way he ticks. Uh, He likes to do it that way. But uh, as we've talked about many times before, he puts the bread right on the fucking countertop, which drives me insane, okay? Because when he's doing the process of making the sandwich, uh, uh, whatever... You know the countertop is first of all dirty. You should always clean it. Uh, he never ever cleans it up after, and so the, you know the the cats fucking walk on this thing after they take a shit and they scrape the fucking cat litter. Then the cats walk up on there, and so I'm like, hey, dude, okay, first of all, Kevin, you should use a damn cutting board. I got all these cutting boards. Just grab one, put it down, put the bread on top of the cutting board, and I've 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 actually broken it down bit by bit. That does never ever happen. Instead, the bread goes right on the fucking granite countertop. Okay. And so uh, I go down there today and that's what's happening. He's cutting the sandwiches right
3: on the granite countertop. And uh, I, you know, I have given up being the ball breaker.
0: The only, if I uh, am busting this person who lives with me, for every, if I'm in his asshole for every step that he makes, it's going to drive me insane. And he's, we're going to end up killing each other. So I have chosen to let it
3: all go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. So that's it. You know, I, I've got to, I got to do this. Some of you might be like, um, you know,
0: no, you got to, you got to uh, let it, you got to tell them that, that, you know, make a big stink about everything. And I, I, look, it's just not worth it. It is not worth it. I tried that and I kept getting enraged. Okay. And I realized that there was going to be a huge issue in this household
3: because you got my brother-in-law and his sister, my wife, my wife, take it easy. So he's making the uh, sandwich. Then,
0: um, he gets done putting the sandwich into the, uh, Tupperware and puts it in the fridge and then walks and sits down. I turn around. The knife is still sitting there. There's crumbs everywhere in the countertop, salt, pepper. Cause he salts the sandwich and seasons. it. And, uh, there's shit everywhere. And so, uh, I go, Hey, Kevi, uh, do you think maybe, you know, on this, I got it. I got to mention this. I go, Hey buddy, can you, you know, clean up after this? And, and uh,
3: he goes, well, I was going to, but uh, you were in there. And now what I want to say is for some reason, and I actually think he's, he's being honest. He's afraid that he's in my
0: way. And I'm like, okay. Now what I also, part of my brain says, well, no, you probably just forgot and you're lying to me right now. But I, at the time I might've thought that, but now I don't think that. I think he really, really is. He feels like he's in the way and it it bothers him. So I go, buddy, well, it's a big kitchen. There's a ton of room. You are not in my way. So that's what I said. I go, this is, I go, I, I wiped it up for you this time. No big deal, but just, you know, you are. I don't want you to feel like you're in my way here. I can. I can work around you. You know, you're not exactly the most nimble of people. But don't worry about it. You got. I mean, this is all good. Okay. Okay. I think he really is concerned about getting in my way. So I had to kind of like look. It's no big deal, buddy. So again, uh, what I'm I'm telling you here on this show is uh, these are now two examples of incredible growth. By your old pal Eric Zane. And uh boy, if it hadn't been for Nick um trying to alienate members in the audience with that snarky comment, why why did you do that? Why why can't you just let things lie? You know, after all of the uh uh anguish. And people getting angry and yelling at each other over comments and things like that. We're finally, everything is settling down and you got to stick your fucking dirty, greasy uh, uh, main finger in someone's eye. Shut up. Dean is another dick. Shut up, Dean.
3: You fucking lonely, shirtless asshole. My God, go work on your abs. I'm not taking this shit. You two, both of you two are in deep shit going forward. The Duchess says, pick your battles.
0: Uh, Referring to me and the NFK. Chris says, nope, it's not worth it. Uh, uh, Crumbs everywhere. Oh, Eric. Or crumbs everywhere. Arr, that would make me wild. Nice that you reassured him, though. Uh, Matt getting right into it. So ironic. Eric Zane telling people to not stir the pot. Uh, that's not going to help. Okay. They're still going to uh, uh, stir
3: the pot. Me just getting mad about it is, is just making these idiots laugh. Did Eric forget his meds this morning? No, I've been perfect. I already
0: told you about some of my hor- my my uh, amazing decision makings uh, for all these horrible scenarios that have been placed in front of me. Amanda says Eric, they do it on purpose to get you riled. Eric is yelling at the chat already. Says John Jismingo. Martin says, when will the NFK be on the show? I boy, I don't know, man. Patriot Nix says, maybe I was talking about myself, fucker. Yeah, wh- shut up. I've been gone from the comments the last couple of days. Is that what you're suggesting? Well, I don't, I don't look at I don't see the comments that often. Just so happens that today was the day. All right, well, maybe you were. If that's the case, well, then
3: accept my apologies. But while you're at it, you, you, I should give you another 300 seconds. I think Eric Zane is fully recovered from the race and back on the pain train. That was not a race. That was a slaughter. Uh, My legs are still killing me by the way, horribly.
0: Uh, Mike ball, making fun of me online saying I'm doing nothing but whining.
3: Well, look, uh, they don't feel good. The legs hurt. I'm in pain. John Jizmingo.
0: Being part of the chat is probably not going to like a couple of the stories that I am going to take glee in uh, later on in the show. You are, John, Jismingo, I know you're kind of a uh, anti-vax patriot. You are going to hate this. And you might even feature some of these amazing discussions I'm going to have with you all
3: on your dumbass gaslighting Rubber dickers podcast, whatever the fuck it's called But all right yesterday,
0: I headed out once again to the gym, despite being in terrible pain in my lower body. I still have to work out, and I folks, I am feeling so good about this. What started out with uh I'm doing like a uh, a weight pyramid, okay? now to me the ultimate test is the bench press. All right. So, you know, there was a time when I used to be able to lift a ton of weight, but not anymore. I started out, uh, what you do is you start out at like a really low weight and you do it like 15 times. So for me, a really low weight would be like uh, 65 pounds. That's so disgusting. Uh, Most people at the gym or they're lifting weights can do that with one arm, like a 65 pound dumbbell. I've got 65 pounds. That's, that's the bar. That's the bar is 45 pounds and a 10 pounder on each side. You know, children, little kids do this. Then after doing it 15 times, I put uh, a two and a half pounder on each side and I do it 12 times. Then I put another two and a half pounds on and I do it uh, 10 times. And then, you know, I keep going up in weight and down in reps. Okay. And so then, um, so that if that means, um, if I, if my first set is 65 pounds and I do 15, 12, 10, eight, six, four, two, seven sets. So that means 65 pounds, 70 pounds, 75, 80, 85, 90, uh, 95 pounds that my last set of two,
3: my max out is two reps. 95 pounds. This is horrible. I am up to 110. 110 pounds.
0: I feel like, oh, I well, I'm embarrassed, but it's like uh, you know, I'm I'm getting stronger. I love this so much. So in a few days, I do it again, and I'm gonna go up to 115 pounds. Before you know it, I'm gonna be lifting. Well, I'm just going to end there because you know me. I'm probably going to quit. But anyway, uh, so Andrew and Brian were there. Those are the two meathead Neanderthals who I made laugh uh, hilariously about uh, Jimmy, the guy who was popping my lock, and that's not a euphemism, and bleeding all over me while nude. Those two guys lift now, and they sit there, and they insult me and make fun of me while they lift hundreds of pounds. At the YMCA. If you want to hear your old pal Eric Zane on the creep off, I posted that uh, yesterday and I will post it in the comments today. I did that uh, that show with uh, the world famous Vinnie Paulino. I told the story of a uh, horrible, horrible creep. And uh, then you vote as to whose creep is worse. These are real, actual people that have over the years have been in the news and have done something horrible. You compare... You present your case for the creepiest of the creepy, and then
3: uh, the audience votes. There you go. Dear Meathead happens tomorrow. Okay? Reach out, eric
0: at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners Striping inbox. If you have a question for my dad on Dear Meathead, Shoreliner Striping, if you need the parking lot stripe, you go to shorelinersstriping.com.
3: Thank you, Shoreliners. Send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. All right. Uh, this story uh, uh, showed up in my inbox or in my, uh, my feed in the great state of Michigan. Uh, uh, Jewish prisoners have, have won. A 2013 lawsuit was filed by prisoners
0: Gerald Ackerman and Mark Shakin
3: on behalf of all Jewish inmates uh, in the state of Michigan. They sued the state and claimed that the Michigan
0: Department of Corrections deprived them of their right to practice their religion by not supplying kosher meat and
3: dairy during certain holidays. This recent federal court ruling um, in their favor
0: is ensuring that Michigan prisoners who practice Judaism will receive something with which I'll get to. uh, Well, no, it says uh, they will receive holiday cheesecake
3: behind bars. They're suing, they sued and won for cheesecake. Now, I don't know about you, but in my opinion, if you've broken
0: the law, I don't care if it's a, uh, the worst crime possible or a crime that uh, nets you uh, some type of time. Uh, for that amount of time, you lose your privileges. You are not allowed to pass go and collect your $200. You broke the
3: law. and The fact that they sue, like this is their concern? Cheesecake? Their religious beliefs require them to eat a meal with kosher meat and a
0: meal with dairy on the Jewish Sabbath. And for...
3: Jewish holidays. This is fucked up. I don't get if the fact that you can you can in this country,
0: you can sue over something like this and win is really
3: fucked up to me. You shouldn't have that option. Uh, The October 12th opinion of the
0: Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals written by U.S. Circuit Judge Baylor Nalbandian in Armenian. So that actually makes me feel even worse that an Armenian can have such terrible judgment. Quote, they also believe that they must eat cheesecake on the holiday of
3: S-H-A-V-U-O-T. Shavuot? To celebrate the holiday properly. Now look. This is all bullshit. And I guarantee you that these prisoners. Are just looking to.
0: Whatever. Cause some trouble. Uh, they think that if they don't eat what they're supposed to eat. That uh, there's some type of eternal damnation. And that's complete horse shit. We all know that. I mean. You, I mean my god. Uh, During Lent, I'm not supposed to eat uh, uh, meat on Fridays. And, uh, you know, but I can't tell you how many times that I've uh, opened up a Big Mac on a
3: Friday and took one bite into it and went, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, well, too late now. Eat the fucking thing. It's fine. Uh, If I'm aware of it, I probably uh, don't want to eat meat on Friday based on my beliefs, but I have. And uh, it's going to be okay. Of course, kosher is
0: the term that signifies food is compliant with Jewish rules interpreted from the Torah by rabbis in modern times. That means, among many other guidelines, that meat comes from split-hooved animals that chew cud or fish that have removable scales. There's a lot to be compliant there. And that the source animals were slaughtered in accordance with certain rituals. The Michigan Department of Corrections has taken measures to comply with the dietary needs for various religions. For example, during the month of Ramadan, when fasting, Muslims can't eat or drink during daylight hours. uh, Prisoners are provided special pre-dawn and dusk fasting bags. They are? Well, that's bullshit too. Sorry, you lose all your privileges and your rights to make the rules when you are convicted of a crime and you're spending time behind bars. That would make this so much easier if
3: judges would just say, uh, no, no, sorry. Uh, U.S. District Judge Linda Parker following a one-day trial
0: in 2019 sided with the Jewish prisoners and ordered the Michigan Department of Corrections to submit an agreement to feed prisoners dairy products and kosher meat on certain days. Man, I'd be a terrible judge because I'd say to all these guys that want to eat in their uh, uh, fasting bags and they want to eat their certain kosher
3: shit and their cheesecake, I would just say, no, fuck you. Next. Parker also
0: agreed that prisoners should be allowed cheesecake and Shavuot. I'm probably not saying that right, but I don't give a shit based on claims that it's part of the celebratory ritual of the religious holiday. No, this is what you do when you're in prison and you lose all these rights, and then the judge says, no, you can't. And then if you get out of prison and you don't break the law anymore, then in your own household, you can do all these wonderful practices. But you see, when you break the law, you lose those rights and privileges. You will take the Texas straw hat that we made in the commissary and the, uh, and the uh, uh, rotting pork ribs that we're
3: going to serve you, That's what that's called being a prisoner. Shut up! What a shit show this place is. The settlement uh, agreement. How'd you like to be the prisoner
0: who's like you're sitting there in your uh, in your cell, and all the other prisoners are getting their terrible food, and you get your cheesecake? You're gonna get your ass kicked. The settlement agreement has been in place for nearly two years while the MDOC has uh, appealed the ruling. So it's been a thing, but this uh, appeal
3: got knocked down. Um, Said attorney Dan Manville, who directs the Civil Rights Clinic at
0: Michigan State University College of Law and represented the plaintiffs. Come on. We technically got everything we wanted, but the MDOC, being that their usual sick self, rather than giving them their cheesecake, what they're giving them is a non-dairy pudding without the graham cracker crust. So this is the lawyer representing the, the prisoners. He is uh, upset. He has been upset that uh, they haven't gotten the regular cheesecake, and he's enraged. They're giving them a non-dairy pudding without the graham cracker crust. Now, on Saturday, the Jewish inmates, not the Muslims or anybody else like that, they cannot get their milk, but Jewish inmates can. And at dinnertime, they will
3: feed them chicken bologna. Good. Attorneys for the
0: MDOC have questioned the authenticity of the Jewish prisoners' religious piety. They're saying, yeah, uh, you didn't get religious. You didn't get uh, to be that involved in your piety until you realized you had some rights or someone who would uh, take, uh, take up your case. And uh, that's what you're doing. You're just being a pain in the ass. Although Ackerman and Shaken can uh, buy meat and dairy products from the commissary, They have chosen instead to spend their money on things like hygiene products, popcorn, and coffee, and coffee used for bartering, which is a violation of prison policy. The court noted in its opinion, and their purchases have not been insignificant in relation to their low wages and cost of meat and dairy products. Ackerman, one of the assholes, regularly spends over forty dollars each month, and Shaken has made multiple purchases over one hundred dollars. So the MDOC is saying well, you can get whatever the hell you want in the commissary. Uh, I mean, Jesus. Uh the prisoners argued that the commissary items wouldn't fulfill their religious obligations since commissary items aren't allowed in the cafeteria at meal times. This is ridiculous that 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 time and money has to be wasted on these fucking assholes. <laughs> The, apo- the appeals court said Jewish prisoners were provided special kosher meals with meat up until 2013 when the kosher option became limited to vegan food. Kosher meat was removed from the regular menu but still offered for purchase in the commissary, the prison store, in the form of beef sticks or chicken sausage. Like, no one said prison
3: was easy. You know, you could alleviate all of this. Uh, don't go to prison. God said the ruling that called the MDOC defense unpersuasive means
0: prisoners will be supplied kosher meat on Saturdays, the Jewish Sabbath and four holidays. If I was in prison and, uh, and I, and they, and Friday during Lent came around and they said, Hey, yeah, here you go. Here's your, uh, here's your meal. And it, it, it was, had meat in it. I, I would never even consider raising a stink. I, said, I need something that's not meat. First of all, if you're going to be the one that's going to uh, make all this uh, fuss about it, you can be rest assured that the criminals that are making your meal are going to know that in the special meal that they're making for you, they're going to jack off into the cheesecake batter and uh, and then spit on your kosher food. So, uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't want to have my kosher pizza uh, with a nice ass swiping
3: on whatever inmate's dirty asshole before it's served to you. So shut the fuck up. God
0: said the ruling that called the MDOC defense unpersuasive means prisoners will be supplied kosher meat on Saturdays, the Jewish Sabbath, and four holidays, including Shavuot, which is a celebration of Jewish scripture, the Torah. The prisoners will be fed cheesecake for breakfast during the holiday. Often when a group of people is granted religious accommodations such as cheesecake for the Jewish prisoners or pre-dawn lunch bags for Muslims, others will claim a religion to partake in the mealtime perks according to God. So basically one scumbag will see that one group is getting it and they'll be like, ah, wait a minute. Hey, let me, let me try and do this. Just to be a pain in the ass. There were prisoners who said they were fasting and also went to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner just for extra food. So you see, They're acting like they're fasting, but they're not. So we deal with those things from time to time. I hope when he says we deal with those things from time to time, it means that the guards go in there, flip the mattress, look for contraband, bury a billy club in somebody's head, and be done with it. But we're certainly going to adhere to the ruling. The settlement agreement requires that any inmate who wants to be assigned the Jewish diet stick to a kosher meal plan
3: for 60 days prior. What a bunch of idiots. All right. Melissa writes, all the prisoners are all of a sudden Jewish. Adam says, I kind of want some cheesecake now. Chris says, it's not supposed to be easy, dummies. Uh, Kyle writes, legal advice from the movie Liar Liar. Remember that one? Stop breaking the law, asshole. All right. Uh, Aram, back from
0: his 300 seconds, writes How long do people have to be practicing the religion? Could someone not take advantage and just claim whichever religion has the privilege that particular day?
3: I think they tried to settle that by saying um, inmates who want to be assigned the Jewish diet stick to a kosher meal plan for 60 days prior. This whole thing's stupid. All right. The open and the live stream of this show brought to you by key sponsors. But
0: before I get to that, I always forget this. Uh, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. So this podcast gets done every day. I don't know. I go two hours, sometimes more. Then I back that up every day with the Patreon bonus podcast. That is the bread and butter of the Patreon. There's several other shows that I put up there, including the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which is happening on Friday this week. On Friday this week. Uh, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, which I'm pretty sure will be a Wednesday event this week. Not to mention the Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. You get it before the show even airs with no commercials and the lost Zane recordings twice a week from my uh, time at WBBL full shows published each Monday and Friday in the order that they appeared on the radio. All of that. I would just want you to try it. Just try it. It's only going to set you back five bucks. If you like it, you can add that to your listening um, uh, menu, if you will, because let's face it, it's tough to find a, uh, a podcast that's worth listening to. And if you're like, ah, man, I listened to the Zane show podcast, but I don't really know what else to listen to. Okay. Try out the Patreon for just five bucks a month. That's the full audio archive. If it sucks, cancel it. No big deal. You tried. Thank you for trying. And, uh, and that's that. But if you like it, you can either let it ride each month or you can sign up for a yearly membership and I will save you 10% on that. So what was the $60 uh, membership subscription for a year is now 54 Super fans go with the $10 route because then they get the audio and the video and the live streams all at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. Eric Zane is all one word. While I'm at it, the Twitch stream is uh, this live stream for the free podcast is going to be moving to Twitch. When it does, what I'm doing live won't happen here. It'll happen on Twitch. And I want you to be ready for that by going to twitch.com slash Eric
3: Zane live, all one word, Eric Zane live. All right. My friends at full house comedy are inviting you to check out a
0: comedy show in and around West Michigan. This week we've got Paul Rodriguez happening October 22nd, two shows at Billy's Lounge in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Then on the 23rd at Back Alley Comedy Club, October 23rd. And then on the 24th, Paul Rodriguez is at the Park Theater in Holland, Michigan. Jonathan Martin makes appearances October 20th. So that would be tomorrow at Howard City Lanes. The 21st, that would be Thursday at the Ambrosia Theater. And then on Friday at Rockford Lanes, tickets for all of these shows are at FullHouseComedy.com. Go there, click events, get tickets for these shows. You're supporting uh, sponsor Big Dick Donnie Veltman from Full House Comedy. Thank you very much for going to a show. You will have a great time
2: betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc
0: while i'm at it if you're in west michigan get a dumpster from dumpster divers All you have to do is call or text 616-375-9962. You're looking for uh, some cleaning, maybe getting rid of some junk, which is just a fantastic feeling. Shit's laying all over the place in my house. It always is. Just that whole thing. of like, Get it out of here. Get it out of here. Get rid of the clutter. You know, um, honestly, if you continue to let this pile up, when your kids get older, they're going to look at you like a pack rat and they're going to, they're going to despise the fact that you have. they have all the shit to clean after you croak. So get it out of there now. Stay on top of this. I'm telling you, you should get a dumpster like every year and just start getting getting rid of shit.
3: Uh, we're, I reached out to uh, uh, Kyle. I go, dude, this week, bring me a dumpster. And I can't wait. If you want in, get a dumpster. 616-375-9962 from Dumpster
0: Divers, dumpsterdiversllc.com. Um, they're much cheaper than any, any other dumpster that you could rent in the area too because they price the weight limit lower. If you get a dumpster from any other joker in town, they're going to have the weight limit much higher in an amount of uh, uh, space. You can't possibly hit that weight limit by filling up their dumpster with your household garbage. It just doesn't happen, but you're paying for that. You don't need to do that. Uh, they, they price it cheaper at a lower weight point with the Dumpster Divers Dumpster. So you'll save money right off the top.
3: 616-375-9962. Okay. So um, there's a guy on the Appalachian Trail who just got uh, completely manhandled and ambushed by the feds at gunpoint. Uh,
0: why in the world would the feds be pulling their guns and saying "freeze, motherfucker, get down" as this hiker was uh walking along the Appalachian Trail? Kind of a uh, a slight build, beard, balding guy
3: was seen. This is the problem. If you're walking along the Appalachian Trail right now, getting your hiking in, and you resemble Brian Laundry, okay. This, uh, this dude was walking along and it was, was, was not him. He wakes up from a
0: nap. He uh, uh, found a spot to lay down his, uh, his whatever it is, his mat, to have a little catch a few Zs, taking a break from his hike along the trail. Uh, Severin Beckwith. Severin, which is very close to Severus, which is S- Snape. On Harry Potter. Severin Beckwith. Fast asleep. And then he wakes up to. Wake up motherfucker. And a gun pointed
3: right at his face. Oh my God. Uh, The dudes with riot shields. With US marshals
0: written on them. Handguns painted at my face. Or I'm sorry. Pointed painted. What an idiot. Pointed at my face. Said Beckwith.
3: The stunned hiker was promptly handcuffed as one of the feds uh, helped him get dressed. He kind of looks like him. In fact, I'll share it with you so you can see for yourself. I'll link it up in the comments of the podcast. There he is. Severin Beckwith. With his backpack. There's laundry
0: and the, uh, Departed Gabby Petito. Here's Beckwith again. Okay, so you know I don't really see he's not he's not even like kind of balding. I think if he had this uh, buff on his head, maybe I don't know, or maybe he shaves his head. If you're if you're hiking the Appalachian Trail, you I, I think it's a it's a it's a good uh, preventative measure. There's there's laundry. There's Beckwith.
3: I think it's a good idea to lose the beard and mustache. If you lose the beard and mustache, you're probably okay. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, so I, in my opinion, it doesn't look anything like him, but most people in the
0: world are stupid and everybody's like, oh my God, I think I see him. So everybody starts freaking out and they're uh, calling the cops saying, hey, we got him. Um, so the tipsters are like, yep, yep. We got him. The, uh, the dude Severn Beckwith, uh, told the New Yorker magazine that one of the agents touched the side of his head and said the look that he had a, uh, they refer to him as a lookalike. He's not had a notch in the upper part of my inner ear, just like Brian Laundrie making matters worse for Beckwith was that he and Bretwyn. This other guy who had been hiking from Georgia to Virginia since late September had booked their room with a credit card connected to a New York ID and Petito was originally from long Island, but Beckwith was quickly cleared because he didn't have laundry's telltale tattoos. And he produced an ID that ruled him out as the wanted man. And you know how I just said, um, uh, the, if you are walking along the Appalachian Trail, you should probably actually change your appearance so that you no one can mistake you for Brian Laundrie. The marshals said that. Following the marshals' advice, Beckwith shaved his head, but he quickly regre- regretted it because I have much less of a chin. I'm sorry, why did I say shaved his head? Be- I can't read today, apparently. Beckwith shaved his beard, but quickly regretted it because I have much less of a chin than Laundrie does. Yeah, whatever. Beckwith suspects that an employee at the Fontana Lake Marina alerted author- authorities to his pre- presence and even snapped his photo, which a marshal showed the guests after breaking down the door, according to the magazine. <laughs> For their trouble, the lodge provided the couple with a free night's stay and a complimentary breakfast. It was a buffet we took as much as we could. Oh, my God. And then you had, uh, this is not the same guy as a dude on TikTok who looked just like him. But that guy was the same deal, man. Shave your face. If anybody says to you, my God, you look like
3: Brian Laundry. You do not want to be looking like Brian Laundrie. All right. So that's just ridiculous. Okay. Uh, today's weird because
0: yesterday I drank the same amount but did not have to pee. But uh, today I do. So this is uh, terrible. All right, so stand by. Your old pal Eric Zane's got to go tinkle. And back in a minute, going tinkle. Uh, you, you may have been able to tell when I was getting to my feet to go tinkle. That uh, Getting up from a seated position is uh, is not fun. Not fun right now. I had a fleeting uh, thought when I was uh, lifting weights yesterday because I I honestly, um, uh, I had been thinking about uh, giving up long distance running, which you would think, I mean, it it actually seemed like I had given up long distance running based on my performance in that half marathon. But uh, uh, never even ever entertaining the idea of running that type of long distance again. Um, Then yesterday, I was like, well, maybe if I just really uh, am gradual and getting the long distance in, I I can get back after it. You know, I had that thought already. But that would require, like, consistency. And that is an issue. I am not kidding you. About the only thing that I have been consistent on in for quite some time has been this podcast. And I'm not even saying that in a bragging way, but if you think about it, I mean, this is like the 680th time I've done this. And since we started doing it and then, uh, I mean, I've I haven't let up at all in any way, shape or form. Uh, so me saying, oh, well maybe I can just, uh, I can get more consistent. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think there's other things that I need to take care of. I really do I think I really need to commit to getting some shit done around this house. My wife has put up with so much shit waiting for me to do that damn basement so I gotta I gotta I gotta carve out some time here. I must do this. I find myself thinking about this more and more and more actually going downstairs and working on that damn basement it's an entire it's a finished basement well it was. It was a finished basement until I unfinished it. Who, who goes ahead and has a finished basement and then kind of unfinishes it and then leaves it unfinished a fucking moron. And then I'm also toying with the idea of, um, uh, uh, building a uh, tiny house. If you ever heard about these uh, tiny houses, Tiny house would be a small living space, uh, at, uh, fear bunker North, like a a permanent, like lay down concrete and build a tiny house. And I've never done that ever. All right. And I've never done any type of house building. It's hard enough for me to even put on a piece of trim, uh, at the bottom of a wall, let alone build a house. And I'm sitting there. Well, maybe I could, maybe I could. Maybe I could do that. And honestly, maybe I think I could, but then I'm like, uh, no, I can't, you know, but I keep thinking about that. I, w- I would, really like that. One of the, you, you, it's a small little space, maybe 300, 400 square feet. And like, everything is like set up to be all compact. Cause I, I like small living spaces and things like that. I, I would rather live in a teeny tiny place and that would be fun. I think that that would be fun to do. But I'm getting ahead of myself. You're right. I, I, I must get uh the the basement done. All right. Michelle says Zaniacs could help you build one. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't I don't like asking that. I don't like putting anybody in any type of spot where they would Yeah, I I'm very, very um uh sheepish about even going down that road. Just order a shipping container and line it with wood planks and vegan produce. Don't build a fixed position, tiny house. The cost per square foot would be really high. Chris says he lives in a tiny home. Well, you got to understand though. First of all, if I wanted to build a tiny house, I could build it at literally any pace that I wanted to. I could really take my time building this tiny house. So, you know, right now the cost of building anything is extremely high. So I don't know. I would probably use a lot of scrap and shit like that to build it. And I've got nothing but time unless I suddenly get sick and die, which I hope not. All right. Sorry. I'm completely rambling. I can't even get my focus today, but I'm having fun. I like it. I hope you do too. Uh, This is football coach Ed Orgeron, which is such a weird name to say. Orgeron. Because, you know, it sounds like orgy. Now, I had no idea that this guy, in 21 months, this guy has gone from being the darling of of, uh, Louisiana I think he's from there, and he speaks with this really gruff fucking deep Cajun accent. So he he was beloved. LSU wins the National Football Championship. Remember with Joe Burrow? Oh, it was incredible. Well, since then, they've gone to shit, and he's done at the end of the year. Isn't that crazy? Just like that.
1: Uh, Ed
3: Orgeron.
1: Ed Orgeron. We're coming. And we ain't backing down. I feel good about Jamar Chase. I feel good about Justin Jensen. It's a real voice. I feel good about Terrace Marshall. That's have, Louisiana. Hold on a second. Hey, guys. Hey. I'm having a press conference, okay? Thank you.
0: Okay, now in that clip right there, that's too bad there's music under it. In that clip right there, he was having a press conference, and then he goes, hold, hold, hold on a second. And then the the team's practicing, like on the other side of the practice facility, it's distracting. him.
1: hey, hey guys, hold on, shut up. What about Terrace Marshall? That's right, Louisiana, hold on a second. Hey guys, hey, I'm having a pro cut, okay?
0: I don't care how shitty the team is. If I've got a coach that sounds like that, I'm gonna keep him there forever. Just because it's hilarious to hear him talk. Thank
1: you. Feel good about our backups, feel good about our tight end. I feel good about our quarterback. I feel good about our two running backs.
0: Why this much emotion,
1: Coach? Well, it's such a big game they beat us for eight years. We got tired of hearing their stuff, man. I mean, it was time. I told the team tonight we draw the line. We had enough. Here we come. There was going to be not too much of a celebration to beat Arkansas. They haven't <laughs> beaten anybody in a long time. I can't think. Well,
0: he said there's not going to be too much of a celebration. And I'll just say it in my voice. There's too much of a, it won't be too much of a celebration in beating Arkansas. They
1: haven't beaten anybody in a long time. We had enough. Here we come. There was going to be not too much of a celebration in beating Arkansas. They haven't beaten anybody in a long time. I can't thank our crowd so much. We came through the Tiger Walk. There must have been 30,000 people there at the end when they all get the gator chomp. Man, I was fired up. We wanted to get bigger. I'm stopping. Hey! Stop the ball! Stop the drill. I'm having
0: a press conference. Hey, stop the ball, stop the drill. I'm having a press conference.
1: Thank you. No question. There's no question about that. It's going to be on. <laughs> I would not want anybody else in the country on our offense, our defense, than our football team that we have right here. I believe in these guys. Go Tigers. Uh,
0: Tyler says I'd be so happy if the Lions hired him. Just so I could hear him talk more often, and we don't need to talk about the lions. We're all having a good time here. Let's let's not talk about the lions. Uh, Tio says, "Can you impersonate him? He's an easy he's an easy one to impersonate."
1: Hold on. We're coming. We're coming. We're coming. We're coming. And we ain't backing down. We ain't backing down. I feel good about Jamar Chase. I feel good about Justin Jensen. I feel good about Justin Jensen. I feel good about Terrence Marshall. I feel good about Terrence Marshall. That's right, Louisiana. Hold on a second. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. I'm out with a press press conference here. Thank you. Not too much of a celebration to beat Arkansas. They haven't beaten anybody.
0: Okay. This guy's done at the end of this year. It all started, believe it or not, when they won the national championship, college football against Clemson, January 13th, 2020. Do you remember there was a scene, you might've heard this, uh, Odell Beckham, who at, it's, he plays for Cleveland right now, but he's about to get traded. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. He used to play for LSU. He was on the field handing money to players. Well, believe it or not, that, well, that is a violation of NCAA rules, and so that they, they uh, looked into that. And and at the time, they were already looking into improper improper benefits in both the football and men's basketball programs. Last year, they were shitty. At one point, they were three and five during the 2020 delayed uh, season, well, the delayed season because of the coronavirus. So the administration announced a one-year bull ban, that was on top of self imposed sanctions that included the loss of eight scholarships. Uh, and then they also banned Odell Beckham Jr. from uh, being uh, anywhere near the campus. Then they fired an offensive line coach. Uh, more troubling in the past eight months, Orgeron has twice been accused of improperly handling allegations of sexual misconduct by a player. Uh, Both allegations involve the former star running back Darius Geis. In March, a 74-year-old woman testified to a Louisiana uh, Senate select committee that Geis approached her while she was working as a security guard at the New Orleans Superdome in December 2017. According to the woman, Geis walked up to her and said, I like having sex with older women like you, and I want your body. What? (coughs) What? So all right, the woman, Gloria Scott told lawmakers that Orgeron called her hey, how you doing? called her offering to give Geis, had to, uh, offering to have Geis apologize and said, please forgive him. He's a troubled child. Orgeron submitted a written statement to the committee in lieu of testifying in person. And denied ever speaking to Scott directly after about the matter. Scott said she told Orgeron that she wanted Guy suspended from playing in the Citrus Bowl. He was allowed to play. Wow. In the letter to the committee, Orgeron wrote that whether he spoke to Scott directly does not change the fact that what happened to Miss Scott in twenty seventeen is unequivocally wrong. So he's trying to talk his way out of it. Um so he says, as a leader and as a father, son, grandson, I want to emphasize that it is. I want to emphasize it's heartbreaking. Miss Scott was subjected to such crude remarks by Mr. Geis. And she should be respected for her bravery and resolve to provide her statements to the committee. Uh, whatever. He's making a long-winded statement that means nothing because the guy played football. All right. So then he got in trouble with some title IX shit, uh, title IX lawsuit against, uh, he was a defendant against LSU that accused him of failing to properly report an allegation of rape against Geis. Wow. Uh, in the fall of 2016, according to the complaint, Ashlyn Robertson told her new boyfriend who had been recruited to play for LSU that Geis had raped her. All right. So all of this is kind of like uh, adding to uh, to the pile, plus he's not winning. That's the real problem. You win, they'll let that slide, okay? You know, college campuses, too often, uh, as long as you're winning, they'll uh, just kind of like turn a blind... Uh, and sometimes, hell, you don't even have to uh, be winning. you They'll still just do it. Um... There was also uh, discussions about um, uh, Orgeron, who apparently he's, uh, he, he had uh, gotten divorced not long ago and has had a, a string of a, a girlfriends showing up, um, bringing their kids. So he, a lot of young women show up there, Orgeron's been dating, and then the kids... Are seen running on the football field while the practices are going on, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, hey, uh, leave that kid alone." Uh so that that is that's weird. There's also other other um or uh, there's there's been more here about um uh, 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 sexual issues with other players that they talk about uh, in this article that have uh, had tensions been running uh, a, a very high for a while with the program. So he's screwed. So they've announced that at the end of this year, Orgeron, who 21 months ago was a national champion uh, head coach, is out, will be out. And then there's Urban Meyer. New allegations claim a third worse video of Urban Meyer. And that um, lurid texts were exchanged. Now, if you remember... Uh, urban said oh yeah it was all just stupid I was just minding my own business and then uh, uh, you know they they just wanted a picture and then they tried to you know pull me out on the dance floor no big deal uh, I, I, I shouldn't have been doing that and then uh, you know I guess it's uh it's a big problem if the coach doesn't go home with the team it seemed like everybody that was in the Jaguars organization was like Oh, yeah, the big problem is he didn't go home with the team, you know, after yet another loss. By the way, uh, the Jaguars just won. Uh, They were playing a game overseas in London, and uh, they won on a last-second field goal. More embarrassment for the Lions. We're the only team in the NFL who has not won a game. Uh, So Urban Meyer is a winner now. Uh, But uh, this information is even more ridiculous. Uh, The Jaguars snapped the second-longest losing streak in NFL history on Sunday, but not the biggest news. Todd Schuster, who writes uh, for No Laying Up, said the Urban Meyer bar saga has reached new heights. Schuster, better known as Tron Carter, is one of the four co-founders of the golf-focused brand and media company No Laying Up. He's well-connected in the golf space and has nearly 70,000 followers on Twitter. NoLayingUp.com, which began... Uh, amongst four friends at Miami of Ohio is revolutionary in the way it covers the sport of golf. Blah, 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 blah. Schuster's tweet alleges that in addition to the first two videos from Myers' night out in Columbus, there's a third video that is worse. He also claims that plenty of lurid texts were exchanged between the two parties. Schuster says that a certain coach's wife has been calling Cayman, Nebraska's family, With threats, he cites, uh, he cites multiple sources in Columbus. In a follow-up tweet, Schuster says that, quote, she is keen to ensure that this video does not leak to the press referring to the coach's wife. Schuster claims that 15 days after the first video of Meyer at the bar was leaked by an electrician in Columbus on Twitter. Since then, a second video shows Meyer getting It's the one where he's putting his hands like actually up her ass through her pants. The mother of the woman in the video spoke about the situation and said that she is concerned for her daughter's job and emotional status. So the mother of Cayman, Nebraska, the 24-year-old, who, by the way, has a four hundred thousand dollar home right next to Urban Meyer's bar? Okay, this thing is just waiting to explode. My God, I I can't imagine if you would. I mean, I mean, stranger things have happened. Coaches have been fired for ridiculous things all the time. But I mean, if you're uh, if you're the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, though. How much is enough of this type of distraction? Uh, you probably just want, if you're the Jaguars, you're like, shit, I wish we were the Lions who aren't going to win all year and uh, who has a coach, but, uh, but as a coach that doesn't have all of this nonsense going on, uh, you know, behind the scenes. Unbelievable. Stay tuned. All right. Thanks again to JM Synthetics for being on board with the show. I recommend you go into the garage and seeing what type of lubricants you're short on. Uh, they have everything you need, AMS oil products, and it's at their website, jmsynthetics.com. Uh, go there, figure out what you want, and then reach out to Zaniac Jason Mays, 616-747-0233 for JM Synthetics. If you got an oil change in your future, if you're a DIY pro, JM Synthetics is who I'd like you to call upon for everything that you need anywhere in the U.S. That is JMSynthetics.com. And then reach out to Jason May's. Uh phone number is right on the website. Tell them what you need. Then before you know it, it winds up on your doorstep. Please support the sponsors that support this show. That's how we make it work. jmsynthetics.com. Daisy just stopped breathing. Is that sleep happening, I think? You all right over there, big girl? I hear like a little snore squeak. You can hear like sawn logs, and all of a sudden, uh, poop, poop. bulldogs can't breathe. I uh, just heard from Joe Martinez, and I saw a news story that uh, uh, backs it up that uh, this during these uh, cold months here. It, uh, to heat your home is probably going to be ridiculously expensive and you will experience some sticker shock. Now, I haven't gotten into the entire uh, ins and outs as to why that is, uh, but I imagine there's a supply issue or something like that. But uh, no matter how you're heating your home, it's probably going to uh, sting a little bit, uh, compounded by the fact that you may have a piece of equipment, your furnace that doesn't like to save you pennies in the first place. So Joe Martinez send the link, sent the link about uh, heating bills set to soar as inflation hits energy prices. He says, add this to your info when talking about me, a and E heating and cooling. I checked it out and I said, holy crap, it's going to be an expensive winter. I said, that's why these people need to get their furnaces tuned. He said, yes, sir. That's why I'm sending it. Or if they're in the market for a new furnace, get a high efficiency furnace. If yours is old, it's not a high efficiency furnace. They're made differently now. You need to have a comfort maker installed. You will save money. If you get it installed now, okay, you're going to save money on the uh, future bills. So if you don't get it installed uh, and your bill is that much more expensive, you could have used that money that you're paying on the fuel and put it towards the actual furnace. Reach out to Senor Martinez at 616-516-8579 for more information about this. And definitely, uh, if you already have a high-efficiency furnace, you need to have that thing cleaned and tuned every single year. Make sure it's running as efficiently as it can. I mean, after Joe gets done with it, you're looking at 96, 97% efficiency. Uh, that's what you want. I've got a, a super old furnace, and he manages to get mine damn near 90%. 616, 516, for A and E heating and cooling if you are in West Michigan. What the hell is going on here in the chat? <sighs> Patriot Nick says we need a cookie monster comparison to Ed Orgeron. Kyle says LSU hands out bands like Zane hands out 300 second bands. Uh, Zane, you could do an excellent Alex Jones impression. It hurts, though. My throat hurts when I do that. Doug Van Vliet, that's a new name. I don't recognize that. He says, if the FBI feels that Brian Laundrie's parents are not telling the whole truth about Brian's whereabouts, could they be subject to a polygraph? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Sam says, hey, you're finally right about something. Not sure what he means by that. Probably some type of insult. Doug, did you come here looking for legal info? Uh, Sam says the Lions have two wins if their idiot defensive coordinator didn't rush three and the most crucial plays at the end of games. Spoken like a true Detroit Lions armchair quarterback. You don't know that. Sam follows up. We just got pressure with a blitz and it worked out well for us. Now we're now we just need to rush three and give the other quarterback all day to beat us. Eh, You just don't know anything. Don't claim like, you know, things about football. I hate that. I hate it when Lions fans act like they can figure this shit out. It is so beyond your expertise. It's beyond the coach's expertise. It's beyond the player's expertise. What you don't understand, my friend, is that we are talking about the Lions. It doesn't matter if you have the uh, reincarnated version of Vince Lombardi and all of a sudden uh, you can wave a magic wand and the best NFL players in the history of the NFL are suddenly on that team. Something majestically bad will happen. Because it's the Lions. That's it. You don't need to sit there and second guess. Okay? People have, uh, have, have lost their minds doing that. Just enjoy the spectacle of it and know that it's beyond anybody's expertise and control. Nothing can be done. Okay? So relax. I tweeted out, To my uh, good pal Huge. Who, you know, it's been a little while. Or like everybody likes to say these days and it drives me nuts. It's been a minute.
3: Shut up.
0: I still can't get over the fact that someone who has been watching them for as long as I have. Had the, the stones the misguided uh, uh, set of wits to say that Jared Goff and the Lions would do better than Matthew Stafford. I'm sorry. Uh, that, yeah, would do best better than Matthew Stafford in the Rams. That, to me, is insanity right there. I tweeted that out to him, and I, I think he's getting annoyed with me. This is probably going to go to voicemail. I'll be shocked if this uh, if this works out. What's up, EZ? Hey, what's up, EZ? I'm just having a nice cold Miller Lite. Come on! That's his voicemail. I thought for a while he would just hang up. Okay. Uh, And and, uh, his voicemail, the message is just him hanging up. That's it. And you can't even leave a message. Jesse has a question. I want to know why Zane must have a giant mic in front of his mouth when I see streamers that sound pretty good and you can't even see their mics. Well, I don't know. I don't know why these streamers sound pretty good. I kind of like this one. Um... This is the uh, much better mic than I had before, and uh, I would argue that uh, uh, there's no way in hell that they sound better than this. I have a $300 microphone preamp and a processor on it, and this is a $500 microphone. The fact of the matter is, if it sounds like shit, it's a turnoff. Sam writes, there was reason to think it was possible that they could be better than L.A., unlikely, but teams go up and down every year into the NFL, in the NFL. Yeah, but dude, again, Sam, I don't know if you're young or what, okay? But you got to quit looking at things that make sense on paper when it comes to the Lions, my friend. Uh, uh, dogs live with cats up is down. Women are men. Men are women. When it comes to the lines, everything is out the window. So don't quit. You're, you're, you're going to lose your mind trying to figure this shit out. So just sit there and enjoy the zero and 17 year. It's going to be awesome. And then when they draft some stud football player, This is how it goes. Lion fan is like, Oh my God. Well, at least we're going to get a good draft pick. Okay. Sam says he's been watching for 30 years. So he's, he's a veteran. When they get that great draft pick, it's either going to be a bust or somebody who performs well and the team still sucks. And then the player ends up leaving, uh, and things are ugly. Think about it. The three greatest players at each position, Matthew Stafford, Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. Two of the three left when shit was bad. I mean, it was, ugly. it's still ugly with Calvin Johnson. He didn't even mention the lions when he was inducted into the hall of fame. Stafford claims he's got great, great relationships with the people there. Uh, Maybe, but still it's a mess. Enough about those shitheads. Let's talk about some more morons in sports. Now, this is where the division in the show uh, is is clearly on display, okay? This is the portion of the show where some of you triggered anti-vax idiots are going to be so pissed off at my correct opinion on these stories, Okay, two amazing stories, two amazing things have taken place that have made me so happy. Let's open up with the uh, head coach for Washington State football. This moron is Nick Rolovich. He made over a million dollars a year as the head coach of Washington State. They started out pretty shitty this year, okay, uh, and then they started winning. In fact, as of right now, they are four and three on the year. After starting out, I think one and three, but they had rattled off three wins and were doing quite well in their conference. Well, now Rolovich and his uh, his knuckle dragging, maga hat wearing assistants have been fired. Because they would not get vaccinated. And this makes your old pal Eric Zane super happy. I love this so much. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sit there and say, well, uh, that's their choice. And just like ignore and hope that this goes away. No, no, no. I am not going to do that at all. I'm going to plant my flag firmly and say, this is amazing. We need more stories like this. So that more people can realize that this is serious business. Okay. There's a reason why employers are making you idiots do this. That's because they want you to live and they don't want you killing more people. Okay. I love this. This is awesome. Rolovich fired with cause after refusing to take the vaccine and being non compliant with both the state of Washington. And the state school, uh, policies. So, uh, I, am hoping that with firing with cause, they don't have to pay this fucking scumbag any money at all. That's what I'm hoping. Just throw them out. You're fired with cause. I've been on the receiving end of that and it's ugly shit. I've been fired with cause. And then my, had my unemployment disputed. That was terrible. Uh, you know, that was the, the deal when Dave Sachs said, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to keep you guys from leaving the radio station. I said, this is bullshit. And then I shoved him and then they fired me and said, not only are we firing you, but we're disputing your unemployment. And they're like, fuck. Another reason why I've never been able to collect unemployment. My employers won't let me shit. Anyway. Um. The university announced this Monday night. Rolovich sought and appears to have been denied a religious exemption from those mandates. It's like, oh yeah, it's against my religion. Shut up. Which required employers be vaccinated against COVID nineteen by August or October eighteenth if they wanted to keep working. Four assistants gone. Ricky Logo, defensive tackles coach John Richardson, assistant head coach, cornerbacks Craig Stutzman and Mark Weber. Uh, defensive coordinator Jake Dickert will serve as the team's interim coach. How about him? Say yes to Dickert. Uh, This is a disheartening day for our football program. Our priority has been and will continue to be health and well-being of the young men on our team, said athletic director Pat Chun, who deserves a star on his forehead, in my opinion. This, This is a great American right here. The leadership on our football team is filled with young men of character, selflessness, and resiliency, and we are confident that these same attributes will help guide this program as we move forward. I, I say donate to Washington State right now for this. This is awesome. This is a great, great day. Uh, Rolovich, who earned $3 million a year at, uh, uh, at the school, expressed uncertainty over his long-term status. After his team beat Stanford 34 31 Saturday, saying he was waiting on an email for his exemption request. It did not arrive. I don't think this is in my hands, Rolovich said. No, that's the thing. It is, moron. It is in your hands. I've been settled for a long time on it, and I believe it's going to work out the right way. You're correct. It did. The saga over this idiot's vaccination status took place on a public stage in July when the second-year coach announced he he would participate remotely in the Pac-12's football media day. Uh, The league required in-person participants be vaccinated. He was not. I have elected not to receive a COVID-19 vaccine for reasons which will remain private, he said at the time. Uh, he uh, later said he was not against vaccinations. Yes, you are. Uh, added that he respected and supported all the work being done by the state of Washington, who has the state as one of the highest percentages of vaccinations in the country. That's excellent. In August, he stated he planned on following the mandate instituted by uh, the governor. But uh, I guess he changed his mind. So uh, there you go. That's it. That guy is out. So are the coaches. We need more of that. More, I say. Uh, but the usual suspects are uh, being stupid as usual. I'll let them uh, punch themselves out. Sam says I have a hard time telling if you're trolling about the vaccine. But if you're not... It pisses me off so bad, I'd meet you in the street to settle it. Well, I'm not. Um, That is true. I do feel that way about all of you jackasses who are choosing to die, and that makes me sad and angry at you. Okay? That's how I feel. So, no, that's not trolling. It does have an air of troll-like to it because, I look, I am not ever... Going to dance around an issue. I made that promise to you. And that's part of the reason why you listen. Okay? This is my opinion and my show. And I won't ever sit there and like, Ooh, boy, I want to dance around an issue where I don't want to take a stand on it because I might offend people. No, 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 no. We're all adults here. We can disagree on things. And I think that all of you dumbasses should get yourself vaccinated so that you can live longer. That's it. I just want you to live. It's because I love you that I look you stone cold in the face and say you are a dumb fuck. Okay? And you are. So quit being a dumb fuck and go get your fucking shot. Okay? San Jose Sharks forward Evander Kane is another dumb shit. There's only four guys in the NHL who do not have a vaccine. One of them, unfortunately, is Tyler Bertuzzi, who I love dearly, and he's a stupid shit. Uh, He has not gotten vaccinated. He cannot enter Canada, and I don't think he can enter New York, New Jersey either to play hockey. That's too bad because I think he's going to have a hell of a year. His first goal, his first game, he had four goals. Should have had five. Holy shit. Wings play tonight. Now, Evander Kane has been a dumb shit his whole life, okay? Uh, Shit. He walked out of a casino owing $500,000. He went into, uh, in November 2019, he was sued by the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas because the Sharks showed up to play a game in Las Vegas against the Knights. And then he walked into a casino... And so he quickly loses all of his money. And then he starts, don't you know who I am? I need a marker. I need a marker. I need a few more boxes of ZD. That's a uh, Sopranos reference. I'm in for 10 boxes of ZD. Well, he was in for uh, like 50 boxes of ZD. And then he walked out of the joint without paying on any of the markers. So he owed $500,000 in gambling debt. Uh, this all happened in one night. This stupid asshole went through $500,000. He's terrible at gambling. And then uh, after all the markers, he ended up leaving. And then they, uh, they sued him. Uh, he owes, I don't even know. And then he ended up filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy uh, in January of this year. This dude, though he has a $49 million contract with the Sharks, he's amassed $26.8 million in debt. So this is not a smart man. This is the guy who uh his girlfriend, um, well, I should say his his wife, his estranged wife, Anna, uh, in July of this year, I talked about this, accused him of betting illegally, throwing games to win money to pay off his bookies. So, you know, uh, she made this claim that he like uh would was intentionally tanking games for the sharks to pay off to, to like whatever, and then betting. Oh my God. It's a complete nightmare. And the NHL investigated this and they released findings in September that said, uh, they found no evidence of game betting allegations and also stated to the contrary, the evidence raises doubts about the veracity of the allegations. So they're saying, nah, we don't, we don't think there's anything there, but that accusation was made by his, uh, his estranged wife. So, um, But I don't think that's a thing. But still, that allegation was made. Uh, Kane later published a statement offering his full cooperation and categorically denied his involvement in any hockey-related betting, suggesting that his wife's claims were motivated by distress relating to their ongoing divorce process. However, in a later interview, ESPN's Linda Cohn admitted that he did have a gambling addiction that led to large personal deaths and that he has sought professional help. Well, that's obvious. There's also some domestic violence allegations against this dumb shit, uh, which are not so good. However, the NHL again um, looked into this and as of uh, yesterday ruled that the domestic violence accusations could not be substantiated. However, the fake vaccine card has been proven. And you are fucked. Uh, Even though he was uh, cleared of gambling, the NHL revealed it was investigating claims engaged in inappropriate uh, behavior, potentially jeopardizing the health and safety of his teammates. Uh, The NHL began investigating October 5th of a claim that he had submitted a fake COVID-19 vaccine card as proof that he had been vaccinated. So you know it was... It, it, I mean, if if a guy is stupid enough to be $500,000 in debt at one casino and uh, is at $26 million in debt despite the fact that he uh, should be uh, earning... Have, having millions of dollars and he blows it all in gambling, you know his his fake vaccine card is just going to be like, you know any piece of paper written in crayon. So he gets 21 games for that. Does Evander Kane suspended from the league? He will. And now this is a guy who can't afford missing a, uh, a, a paycheck. He will miss uh be out of like $1.6 million of game checks because of the suspension. Good job, Evander Kane. All you had to do was get the stupid shot, which all that will do is keep you from dying. This 100% safe, effective vaccine should be in your body. Of course, you are the one that doesn't get vaccinated and tries to uh, uh, trick everybody with a fake vaccine card. You get what you get. And so does everybody else who loses their job because of uh, not getting vaccinated. I have zero sympathy for any of you. And you get what you get. There you go. Take that. Take that, John Jamingo. I see Dean trying the uh, Colin Powell argument. Stupid fuck Dean. Out of the hundreds of thousands of Americans who have died, over 7,000 have died while being fully vaccinated. Most of those were fighting a terrible disease like Colin Powell was. So you can take that shit and stick it up your asshole. Everybody's well aware that dumb shits like you are going to try that routine. But uh, the majority of people who have been, uh, who have died in this country are dumb shits like you. So fuck and off with that nonsense. Idiot. Aram says, Crayon, what's a crayon? A crayon is a fucking coloring implement. You idiot. Some call it crayon, some call it crown. I call it a crayon. Kyle writes he had cancer, which weakens the immune system. Stupid fuck Dean, which is your new name. You are it fits. In fact, I'm going to give you 300 seconds because you're so stupid and Sam M is right behind you. I'm st- I am done dealing with you fucking morons. Eat
3: a dick. All right.
0: I lay in bed and look at the Reddit thread, subreddit thread, Herman Kane award and fist pump. Contribute to the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you have a story that you want to share you think is worth talking about, send it along, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Blue Frost IT is the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show Podcast. If you need any assistance in your small or medium sized business, you need to reach out to Blue Frost IT. They can help you with managed IT service provider work, contracted project work, whatever you need. All you need to know is you can reach out to them. Info at bluefrostit.com or just call 616 285 Info at bluefrostit.com. I have to get Alan in here for another. We haven't done Tech Tuesday in forever. And not only do we need to uh, uh, do Tech Tuesday, but we need to talk about what's going on in college football. Because it's been an awesome year up to this point. And he's like the biggest fan of college football that you'll ever find. Okay. Uh, Prince Arming invites you to check them out online if uh, you're considering taking the class to uh, get your pistol license so you can carry your pistol concealed. Uh, seems like every time I talk about this, uh, Bleeding Heart Brian makes some stupid comment to me about uh, carrying a pistol. Everything I say pisses somebody off. And that's the way the show needs to be. Because in one breath, I'm pissing off the dumb shit anti-vaxxers. And in the next breath, I'm pissing off the anti-gun faction who hate me because I want you all to carry a pistol. Boy, that's weird. You'd think I'd be all of one or all the other. You would think that an anti-vax moron would also be a uh, a, a gun-waving maniac. I piss everybody off. Okay? So I piss off the anti-gun lunatics. I piss off the liberals. I piss off the maga hat wearing dickheads. The anti-vax pieces of shit. I piss all of you off. And I don't give a shit. It makes me happy that you're mad. I don't give a shit as long as you're here. That's all I care about. Now, you also need to know that I love you all. But my God. You all have to get on board with, the, with what I think about. Because you think incorrectly about things. There's so much that you all are wrong about. When some of you get it a little bit right, and some of you get it a lot right, but pretty much all of you, uh, none of you get it is 100% right, which is the way I think. It would make me so much happier if you all would abandon your dumb thoughts and think like me more often. You'd all be happier. Trust me. Anyway, gun school happens. November 18th and the 20th. Thursday, November 18th in the evening at VFW Post 2144 in Holland, Michigan. Okay? Take that class. It's $125. Two days later on Saturday morning, you have the finishing class. Then you're done. You have everything you need to go get your pistol license. You don't even need a gun to take this class. Uh, at Prince Arming on Facebook. Click events, it's right there. Or go to EricZaneShow.com, click on the Prince Arming logo, it'll take you to where you need to be. Or PrinceArming.com. All of these ways are great ways to reach out to Steve Prince. Or call him directly. Call or text 616 204 1705 and say, That dumb shit, Eric Zane, wants me to sign up for gun school. All right. Uh, Chris calls me an equal opportunity offender. Patriot Nick says bleeding heart. Brian's just anti-gun because he's not allowed to own one on account of the felony. I don't think that's correct. Hmm. A crayon is a coloring implement. Eric is definitely on tilt. What are you talking about? Apparently, Chris says he offers a veteran discount too. Sam says, I'll just stick my head up my ass. Then we'll be on the same level, Zane. You're entitled to that opinion. Go ahead. Get it out. Get that aggression out. Bring it on. I can handle it. Thank you. You're not going to believe this. I got to pee again. This is rare. It doesn't often happen this way, but I do. I do got to go pee. I can't think. Uh, that's fucking football coach. All right. All right. And you know it's
3: going to be all right.
0: I'm definitely a John over Paul fan. Okay. This is the tale of 96-year-old Irmgard Ferkner. Irmgard Ferkner is in poor health. Not really, no. Uh, uh, not not really sure how long she's going to be on this earth. Uh, she used to work in the early 1940s at a camp that's not much fun. It's called uh, Stutthof Camp. Ermgard Ferkner was a secretary at this camp where uh, nothing good happens. This is not, there's not archery day. There's not lanyards. There's not four uh, campfires and, and and marshmallows. It's uh, death. Uh, it's a concentration camp. But she is accused of 11,000 counts of accessory to murder. Ermgard Berkner. Okay. Hmm. Last year, a Hamburg court convicted a 93-year-old guard who was a guard in the same concentration camp on 5,230 counts of murder. Ms. Ferkner had written to the judge to ask for a trial in absentia. They're like, we know who you are. We figured you out because you know, you hear about these Nazi, uh, people that were uh, working at these camps. They kind of just blended into the, uh, the rest of the world after the war ended. So at the time she was an 18 year old working as a secretary at the camp. Um, Prosecutors accuse her of being part of the Nazi machine that helped uh, function during World War II more than 75 years ago. i I don't know how you prove that. you know I mean uh, I, I I would have to wonder um, if first of all, this is bizarre because she's being tried as a minor. Because the crimes happened when she was 18, and according to law back then or whatever, I mean, hell, in the, in the U.S., you can be uh, much younger than that and tried as an adult. But in this particular case, she is being tried as a minor, okay? She is accused, alleged to have, quote, aided and abetted those in charge of the camp— in, this, in the systemic killing of those in prison there between June 1943 and April 1945 and her function as a stenographer and typist in the camp commandant's office. Uh, tens of thousands of people died at Stu Toff and its satellite camps or on so-called death marches at the end of the war. Ferkner is being tried in juvenile court. Uh, I guess you have to be um, under 21 to be tried in juvenile court for these, for these crimes. Uh, wow. This is, I don't know. Um, I, I, I wonder what type of evidence you can present that would show because if you are, um, I often wonder if you are a person in this scenario, 18 years old, and this isn't like, uh, it was optional to be, uh, to work with the Nazis. Uh, if I'm understanding this correctly, Uh, You didn't have much choice. You were kind of like part of the machine whether you wanted to or not, you know? And there were plenty of people that were cogs in the Nazi machine that were like, I wish I wasn't doing this right now, but if I don't, I'm dead, you know? So I don't know about this. (coughs) There is a uh, image of her. She's all covered up. She can't even even stand. Now, if she's standing, if, if when she's 18 years old, if they can prove that She's typing up uh, 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 records of people's murder and death, and she's you know doing her nails or jilling off while she's doing it. Well, that's an entirely different uh, uh, scenario. All right, this story from the New York Times, um, supposed to appear in, uh, in, in in court. This is an October sixth article, but instead of taking a taxi from her assisted living home outside of Hamburg, um. It was not immediately clear uh, where Miss Ferkner, who had previously told journal- journalists and the judge she didn't want to be part of the trial. They said, no, you have to. You have to be in front of the uh, trial. Ferkner was indicted in February after a five-year investigation into her work as the secretary to the commander of the Stutthof camp. So I don't know what they expect you to do. I mean, I would say her argument would be, yeah, well, I did that, but I wanted. I only did it because if I didn't do it, I would be killed. And, you know, you're talking about Many many years ago. How can you prove this? But they claim that they've uh, they've got proof that they can uh, uh, show that she was a willing and uh, a a willing participant in this Stutthof camp, loaded near Dansk, then known as Danzig, which makes me think of that song "Mother" by the band Danzig. Uh, between June 1943 and April 1945, the indictment was part of an effort by German prosecutors over the past decade to hold lower lower-ranking people to account for their actions during the Holocaust. But they have been racing against the clock to bring aging suspects to court. I mean, if you think about it, what are they to do? Just let these people live out their years? I don't think that that's possible. I mean, uh, I mean, in order to—you uh, have to understand there's still family members of, of the dead and the people that had uh, terrible atrocities committed to them who still want some degree of justice. So you kind of have to. You kind of have to bring— it bringing all these uh, all these people who was that guy that was a Netflix special um about the murderer next door or something like that uh Netflix Nazi next door documentary John something or other the devil next door yes uh John Demanyuk Demjanuk Cleveland Ohio somebody suspected him of being a Nazi you gotta see that that's a great documentary I think it's uh something you can binge watch I think it's like several episodes the devil next door I highly recommend that one so you know any opportunity to bring these people to justice they're gonna do that shit excuse me that's the thing about the Germans uh unlike the Turks okay At least the Germans, when the Nazi regime was toppled, at least they have worked very, very hard to bring these murdering criminals to justice and make it right with the rest of the world. At least they're doing that. The Turks, not only did they kill one and a half Armenians, the same similar type of senseless genocide slaughter to this day they deny it and they will fight you tooth and nail over that they haven't admitted anything that's a huge difference my god anyway uh ferkner said look i can't go there i'm sick they said no you gotta hear it you gotta appear Um, the court had previously determined that uh, Ferkner would not be able to sit through full days of the legal proceedings because of her advanced age and had agreed to hold shorter sessions for her although she was classified as being physically fit enough to stand trial the trial turns on the question of how Ms. Ferkner knew about the killings that went on in the camp where she worked God, that is really tricky can you, can't you make the argument, wouldn't you just have to say Yes, I, I was aware, but I did not want that to happen and it breaks my heart and I only wanted to save my own life. Isn't that a viable argument? I mean, my, my guess is that that would be the uh, basis for any argument, uh, for, unless they have proof that says her writing, aha, I'm glad this Jew is dead, made my day or something like that. Or she's putting like smiley faces and shit next to the dead people. Berkner had acted as a witness in Nazi trials in post-war Germany. Okay, this, all, this makes it a little bit more complex. She acted as a witness in Nazi, Nazi trials in post-war Germany. So does that mean she turned? It isn't like they just found her, including in one that led to the conviction of the camp's commander, Paul Werner Hoppe, who was her direct boss. So she had already turned on these people. So, you know, I mean, on its surface, it makes it seem like, yeah, she's a Nazi, get her, but I don't know if if this is right. I mean, if she's already uh, turned over evidence and gotten these other Nazi criminals convicted years prior, the International Auschwitz Committee, a group founded by Auschwitz survivors, condemned her plight. Christoph Hubner, the group's executive vice president, said this shows an incredible contempt for the rule of law and also for survivors. Her next scheduled court date is October 19th. Well, is this guy suggesting that she was like on the side of the Nazis during these previous trials? It doesn't indicate. All it says is the trial turns on the question of how much Ferkner knew about the killings that went on in the camp where she worked. Ferkner had acted as a witness in Nazi trials in post-war Germany, including in one that led to the conviction of the camp's commander. Well, that, that reads like she's turned against, you know, her former bosses, right? Am I getting that right? You would think that the uh, New York times would make that, uh, Absolutely clear, but this doesn't, that seems to be written weirdly. Uh, There was a guy in the 1970s who was pretending to be Hitler's long lost son. He had the mustache and all so he can get the rights to Mein Kampf and live the rest of his days, days off the royalties. Kyle writes, look at her tweets and emails from back Back then and see if you can find the email that says, glad this Jew is dead. Uh, Sam M says, it's not right. What's not right? Uh, I'm looking back at at this, so I can't tell what you're referring to. Are you referring to it's not right that uh, she could be found guilty of this or that this is even a thing? Explain yourself, moron. All right. Did you ever see Apt pupil? Oh God. I've mentioned that on the show. I don't think I've ever watched. No, I think I did, but it was the book that got me. Stephen King book apt pupil. Oh my God. It's about this exact thing. You got a kid. Here's, here's the plot of Apt pupil. You got to read this fucking thing. The kids like bullied. Nobody likes the kid in school somewhere in the U S and his neighbor is like this uh, old curmudgeon. And uh, the neighbor says, hey, man, you think you can shovel the snow? And the kid's like, yeah, all right, great. I'll shovel the snow. And then uh, somehow befriends the old man. But uh, the old man is a Nazi war criminal. And the kid is like, oh, I think I like you. He becomes an apt pupil. Sam writes, this seems stupid to me. She was a kid being told what to do. She was probably afraid she'd end up like them if she didn't do what they wanted her to. Hey, we agree on something, Eric Zane. Head up my ass work. Now, yeah, you see, that's the thing, man. I'm always throwing curveballs at you dumb fucks. I agree with some of your stupidity, but if I agree with it, it's not stupidity. I've always felt that way. It's my opinion, make it yours. That's, That's what you should all do. Uh, Adam Knapp says, that's what skeletons in the closet is based off. Apt pupil. All right. Okay. I am saving the Texas teen bestiality story for the Patreon. Oh, my God. That will come up a little bit later on. Man. Man. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Yikes. Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. Approved by Dr. Steve. Get yourself an Eric Zane Show podcast t-shirt. You can find all my merch at EricZaneShow.com. The show is brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you're anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Maine, Hawaii, Alaska, and South Carolina, you can immediately get uh, on that process of getting a mortgage from Mario of the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Okay. Now, if you are in any of those other states, you can still call and he will put you in direct contact with uh, his uh, counterparts in those States who work on his behalf. But until he's able to be licensed in those States, that's the way he has to do it. Now, if you've gotten a mortgage before from someone in your life, I'm not saying don't reach out to them too. All I'm suggesting is that you talk to Mario and then you can compare, uh, you know, your impression of him to how you feel about your lifelong friend or family member. Who's done a mortgage for you in the past. I'm just asking that you enter Mario into the mix. Give him a chance to win your business. 231-332-6505. Okay. Or get to his uh, website by clicking on the Emerald green logo at eric Thank you. Something else I like to talk about on the show is insurance. As you know, my policy shop insurance I've been talking about them quite a bit, and uh, you know that's uh, that's how marketing works. You got to keep talking about it until the uh, message meets the need. All right, every single listener of this show should have a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker because they're experts. This service, and I say you should have it, a little secret, is free. It doesn't cost you anything. What independence insurance agents slash brokers do is they deliver everything insurance-wise to you on a silver platter. The insurance companies pay the broker. That's how it works. So take advantage of it. Reach out to Frank the Tank Fuss. Call or text 616-914-4070. I mean, actually, stop what you're doing right now and say, Zane says you can help me with my policy on Obamacare. Zane says you can help me with my policy through my, employee, my employer's insurance. Zane says you can help me with a supplemental policy because my employer's insurance doesn't cover everything. Zane says you can help my uh, my old man with his Medicare. Zane says you can help me with dental coverage, life insurance, car insurance. Yes, everything. He's the tank. That's what he does. Okay. My policy shop insurance, the place to go. If you're a listener to this show, every single person should call or text Frank. 616 914 four zero seven zero six one six nine one four four zero seven zero he will not let you down i swear by this guy uh in let's see how many days are there in october in 12 days he will start the process for your old pal eric zane with health uh with because i get my insurance on the uh marketplace obamacare frank does it for me all right frank it's time to re-enroll do it
3: all right
0: Who is the asshole of the day today? While you're listening on the live stream, you can vote. You can just take your little fingers there and type who you think is the asshole of the day brought to you by TC paintball and JM synthetics. Okay. I am interested in seeing who you think Should be the asshole of the day. I had a uh, message from Jason Teary from Threads Podcast and the Gig Economy Podcast and Hey Guys Media Group. He sent me an audio message yesterday because he was the asshole of the day. And he was like, oh my God, I got the asshole of the day because of that thing with Jackie. And I'm like, well, yeah. You earned that. Asshole of the day doesn't have to be intentional. I know you weren't. uh, uh, intentional and you're being a total creep to Jackie. Okay. I know that. Uh, Okay. Today on this show, we covered a lot of ground. Uh, Some controversy in the household with uh, making lunch with the NFK. I am turning into a weightlifting guru. Uh, The creep off did that show. Uh, Dear Meathead is tomorrow. The Jewish Prisoners. Uh, the Brian Laundry look-alike almost getting uh, beaten to a pulp by U.S. Marshals. In fact, hold on a second here. Urban Meyer, uh, things are starting to go, get worse for him apparently. Not to mention, football coach Ed Orgeron. Evander Kane, uh, with his fake vaccine card, he's sitting 21 days. That makes me happy. Out of a job is Washington State head football coach Nick Rolovich, and for assistance, because they're stupid and won't get vaccinated, and I'm extremely happy about that. We broke down the story of Ermgard Furtner. Who I think is, I think this is a little stupid that she's uh, being tried for uh, war crimes. Kind of a waste of time. Seems like a little bit of a dog and pony show. So who do you think is the asshole of the day in the audience? Coach Cookie Monster cannot be asshole of the day. I agree with that. Uh, Patriot Nix's asshole today is the U S marshals for targeting a guy who kind of sort of, but not really looks like Brian Laundrie. No, you idiot. You got to uh, hunt out every lead out of all the people that could be the asshole of the day. It can't be the U S marshals. No. Another example of how dumb you are. What? And his name is spelled L a U N D R I E you and your voice to text. Pick the NFK as the asshole of the day. No, I can't. He's got to screw loose. Uh, Football coaches who didn't get vaccine, asshole of the day. You saw me write one down and you saw me erase it. Uh, That was my initial asshole of the day. Nick Rolovich, former head coach of Washington, Washington State. He's got enough problems. He's out of a job. How'd you like to be his wife? He just gave up a multi-million dollar job. What a dick. Sam says, do you ever pick yourself? Yes, I do. On days that I'm wrong and I know that I'm trolling, but I haven't trolled anybody today. I've been just telling you the truth of how I feel. You don't like it. Go fuck yourself. Uh, Patriot Nick says, Melissa is excited about the bestiality story. Don't you sully her name, you fucking moron. Kyle says, I already did this, uh, reaching out to Frank. I reached out to Frank and he helped save me money on an insurance policy. Call him. He's a great help. Thank you, Kyle. Sam says, who is Eric? Melissa. Uh, Melissa's bulletproof. Um, many of the ladies on my show are bulletproof except Amanda. I don't know why Amanda isn't. She Amanda has really worked hard to piss me off over time. She is not today. She is not in any trouble today, any way, shape, or form. Uh, take your opinion. Write it down on a large piece of paper, Nick says. Fold it at least a dozen times. Grip it between your thumb and pointer finger, and then insert it right up your ass all the way up there. Well, that's ridiculous and silly. The asshole of the day. The Jewish prisoners and their fake uh, uh, following of their religious principles in prison and suing to get cheesecake. Fuck you. If I were the warden, I'd give them a pork sausage sandwich and say, go fuck yourself. Eat that or you don't eat. Go to hell. All right. Eric for mispronouncing "cran." It is a crayon. What do you call it? A crayon? Yeah, why Why would I do that? There's several ways you can pronounce it. I just think that mine is correct. Crayon. Get out the, bust out the crayons. You might catch me from time to time saying crayon. But to me, you sound like an asshole when you say that. But there are people that call them crowns. And I, I've never, I think that's a Jersey thing, you know. Even though Kate says they're called crayon. Eric, Eric, look, if you want to color the picture, you have to get the crayons out, Eric. Eric, get your crayons out. Shut up. All right, folks. Talk to you on Patreon. Have a good one. Till then. Bye bye. All right.